help empower, encourage, and lift you up on your everyday walk with the Lord. We're so excited to have you join us today. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page at Lifting You Higher Podcast for more fun and interaction with the hosts and encouragement when you need it the most. means christ-like and that is not christ-like yes are you are you christ-like are you sure yeah, yeah. if not okay yeah no all right well what are we talking about today i know we kind of referenced a verse last last time yeah so we, we we've been kind of coming at this what does a real christian look like through first corinthians 13 which um that's the big love chapter about what is love and that we're supposed to be love we're mm-hmm. supposed to be just oozing out love to everybody yeah and um and that's well, I don't know about anybody else, but when I read that chapter, I get so intimidated. I'm like, there is no way this is going to happen. I mean, I, I might as well not even step out my door. I'm, I'm going to fail, <laughs> you know? And so, um, so one day I was just, you know, looking at it and I was like, well, why don't we kind of add it to the back door? Yeah. You know, let's come at the back door and see, okay, what isn't love? Because in that chapter, it tells you what isn't Clearly. love. Mm-hmm. And so let's come at it. What isn't kind of like do a, self-inspection and toss out what isn't and then hopefully what we'll have left is what is yeah and so if we work getting the booting out the bad stuff Mm -hmm. then we'll hopefully have just love left and then we'll be a perfect image of what a real christian should be like right yeah that'd be amazing it's a good plan yeah (laughs) i've always got a plan (laughs) i got a plan for my plan you got a plan for your plan for your plan (laughs) but you know honestly i think this is good that we're kind of breaking it down because it is a lot to take in and like how can I succeed at this? Like it's difficult oh, yeah. unless we take all of the bad parts out, and then what's left is yeah. Love. I mean that that's that's the strategy. We'll see if it works. Anyway, for me, that's I like I said. I just get so intimidated when I read it. I just get I want to don't even want to try. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like let's not go to that chapter. <laughs> yeah. Can we just stray away from birth? So, yeah. So we did we did jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did jealousy, and um, so. The next one up on that list is in verse four and five is pride. Right. Because it's, it depending on what you, what version you read, mm-hmm. it, it gives you pride, it gives you boasting, it gives you self-seeking. All of these things are what pride is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's not Jesus. No. That's not his image. If anything, it was mm-hmm. exactly the opposite. He said, you know, the least of thee will be the brought up. Mm-hmm. And then he washed his disciples' feet. He was always submissive and um he wasn't he didn't let people mow over him Mm -mm. but he um he was never prideful Mm -hmm. so absolutely in in fact the one that was prideful ended up hanging off a tree and Hmm. so yeah okay so anyway so let's (laughs) look at and i don't want to end up like that so me neither so uh 
I, I kind of Googled some terms for pride because I was like, you know, so again, pride is such a scapegoat word. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's prideful. Yeah, I'm not prideful. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's look at some words that describe yes. prideful. Um, cocky, arrogant, self-important, portent, conceited, mm-hmm. smug, bragger, swelled head, forces himself or herself on others. Yeah. Always me first mentality. Ooh. All this is pride. Wow. Yeah, you just think, I'm not I'm not being proud. And then you have all of these to kind of back up and you're like, oh, well, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe I do have pride. You know those yeah. people, I, and I think we're right now, we're, sometimes I think that, like right now what we're going through, you know, where everybody is being very opinionated mm-hmm. and they're very, like, they don't, they're forcing their opinions on other people and yeah. they really don't want to know what your opinion is. It's mm-hmm. like, this is my opinion and I'm forcing myself on it. I also kind of feel like there's many other things going on there that they're acting like that too. But I'm also wondering if maybe there isn't a little bit of a pride issue. And it's like, you know, absolutely. You're going to listen to me and this is my opinion and no, I don't care about yours. Yeah, that and is I'm just like, cause that's forcing your opinion on someone mm-hmm. that's kind of comes in that group of family things. But anyway, Wow, I haven't even thought of everything that's been going on like that with pride. But I mean, it's true. Know people like that who always force their, you know, it's like yes. they've always got an opinion about everything. Yes. And they really don't care what your opinion is. No, they just want you to agree with their listen, own or opinion. Listen to them. Yes. Listen to my opinion and then, I, I, then I've got to go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. That's a good, that's, that's a good thought. Um, so in the Bible... Um, pride doesn't mean just arrogance. I, I thought this was really interesting. It means um, preferring your own will to God's, like preferring self to the will of God and what God's plan is for you. I thought that was really interesting. Um, also, I love C.S. Lewis. Can we all just agree? Well, you don't have to agree with me. That's okay. But I like C.S. Lewis, but sometimes reading his stuff is like yes. reading metal. Yes, I agree. You know, it's like, bang, bang, bang. You yeah. Because you got to work your way. It's not like, oh, I'm going to just breeze through this on my lunch right. hour. It's this not like easy reading. You it's have to deep. Like take it and slowly. And it's like, yeah, you have chew to chew it up. Yes. And figure out what you're reading. Okay. But C.S. Lewis had this quote um, about pride. And he said, pride is like bad breath. Everybody knows you have it except yourself. Ooh, yeah. And I thought that was so true because. I, I feel like we don't we don't know that we have pride. I mean, unless we're doing it on purpose, mm-hmm. but um, or you know, just doing it and not realizing that you have massive mm-hmm. pride. But um, he also said that pride is competitive, and it always enjoys power, and it always fosters anonymity between us and others, and especially between us and God. Well, that goes back to the. You know, always opinionated. I've yep. got an opinion. Listen to my opinion, but I don't really want to hear yours. Yes. But when you said pride is competitive, that is so true. That is social media. In a spe- yes. Right there. Yes, absolutely. That whole um, inst- <laughs> Instagram, you know, where it's like, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm on the beach in Fiji. I know. You're not. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, that is so, that just fosters that. And mm-hmm. then you, and then if you're not careful, you're like, I, I need to be look like that. Yeah. Or I need to have those items so that I'm looking better than you. You know, like, or 
you're looking really bad because you don't look like what you mm-hmm. should, you know, like yeah. that's very the coolest thing to be looking like. Yes. And so, and, and it does it. It's just, I think that's social media is really bad about that. It fosters that opportunity and that door to open mm-hmm. and come into your life. And then that it fosters empathy between people, you know, that which yes. is really just um, bad relations or prevents relations mm-hmm. you know who wants to be around a pride person nobody a does person? nobody does it's like yeah let's not invite them over i'm to sorry but nobody like, wants to be around your stinky breath i'm sorry it's <laughs> <laughs> like no nobody wants to invite them over for dinner no. or have a dinner party with them there because it's like they it's then it becomes their show because the the spotlight yeah exactly the it's spotlight like, is show. right on them and they're like hello it's me yeah it, let's talk about me <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's say there is a difference between someone that is a social butterfly yes. and real gregarious and yes. bubbly and fun. And then there's that person that, you know, it's like they just suck the air out of the room. Yes. No, I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay. So I also found from C.S. Lewis, this is a lot from C.S. Lewis, I know, but um, he said, as long as we're proud, we can't know God. We cannot know God if we are, if we are proud. I thought that was so true because, like I said, we put ourselves first in, in front of God, and we really shouldn't be. It's all about I got a better idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like, like I can do this better. It's like I know God. Whatever I got. Well, you know that happened to Moses when he was. Hmm. You know, remember when he was in the um, wandering in the wilderness? Uh, wilderness? Thanks, mm-hmm. I can't think of that word. <laughs> wandering in the wilderness, and um, you know, he, God had used him to strike the rock to bring water, mm-hmm. and then. And then he got in the same situation, and he was like, I'll, I got this. You know, I got this. I'll I'm just strike this. it again. You know, I'm, and he was like, he didn't even stop to listen to what God had to well, say. Well, wasn't God asking him to speak instead of strike? <laughs> yeah, I was like, was I like, got a better plan. I, I got this, God. I You use me. Okay, I, I got this. I'm just going to strike Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> That's good. And then he didn't get to go in the promised land. I know. <laughs> so it's like sad. <laughs> wow. that That's what pride does to you. It, it takes away your promises. It takes Ooh, away God's promises good. from you. Ooh, that's good, Jessica. Just Pride keep... takes away God's promises. Yeah. We need that. New t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I lo- as soon as I came out of my mouth, I was like, we need a t-shirt for that. Another t-shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you haven't already noticed, we love putting sayings on t-shirts. So I know. I know. It's going to be like, a t-shirt. Well, I, know. It, 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 I don't know what it is. It's, it's a disease, I guess, a sickness. But now, now I've infected you. I know. <laughs> But you know, all I'm, I all I live in is t-shirts, so I'm game. Well, now that I work from home, it's like, ooh, a yeah. special, po- you know, I get to wear something other than a t-shirt and sweatpants <laughs> when I get to go somewhere. So I get all excited. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, pride takes away your pr- promises. Okay, pride can even smuggle its way into our religious life because mm-hmm. the devil might even mess like within us, like. Uh, and become it become kind of like a dictatorship of pride. Oh yeah, well it's like you know, I think you see it. Well, you see it in churches sometimes, and mm-hmm. I'm not pointing at churches, but let's face it, that's where you're supposed to go to mm-hmm. fellowship with other Christians, and so you can see it in churches where you know it's like, this is my job. Don't even think about it. Yep, you're or, stepping on my toes. Why? What are you doing? I know I'm in charge of the greeters, not you. Yeah. You know, you guys do what I tell you to do. You see that pride coming in, and it just sucks out the anointing, like, instantaneously. I mean, yes. it, like, shuts it down instantaneously. And um, you can, you know, sometimes, um, I had an old preacher tell me this, and it's so true, is that when you see people that are in 
the um, um, ministry is that usually they fall because of one of the three G's. Oh. Gold, meaning money. Mm-hmm. Girls, meaning there's been some type of Im- sexual Im- um, immortality. Immortal- or, you know, yeah, something gone on that way. Or glory. Oh. The three gold, g- girls, girls and or glory. glory. Wow. And glory is the pride, wanting mm-hmm. the the accolations. You know, it's me that did it. Mm-hmm. You guys want me. And it's like, no, we don't want you. We want the anointing on you. Don't mm-hmm. ever forget about that. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm, we want the gifting that God has put in you specifically. We don't yeah, want you. you. We want the gift. You're just the donkey that brought it in. Yes. <laughs> okay. You're just the vessel God is using for that gifting. So just be happy you're the donkey that you brought it in. Yes. That's all we want. And uh, and so people forget that. And then then comes the bad stuff because mm-hmm. then God has to you know, deal with it. Yeah. And, and usually when he has to deal with someone that has not accepted the little corrections along the way, you know, like... Jesus is always so merciful. He'll give you, you know, he's far more merciful than us human beings. He'll give yes. you a lot of opportunities to, you know, <laughs> in private to nip mm-hmm. it in the bud. But And if you just ignore it and you continue to go on, then usually when he has to deal with it, it's, it's very humbling in front of other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, he's giving you private opportunities to take care of it. And then when you don't, you usually get that smack in, the, you know, mm-hmm. right in the face where it's just so humiliatingly, you know, it, happening. Yeah. I mean, he gives you gives you ample opportunity to take care of it. And then he was like, OK, you're not paying attention to me. So spotlight in the middle of, you know, all these people. Yeah. What's ever in the darkness is coming out into the yes. light. And then it's, it's just going to be, you know, everything's going to get shut down and and gone. And, and then you then you then well let's deal with it mm-hmm. you know so um and that to me is just scary <laughs> I, I don't want that to happen to me because no. uh, i want to so you know you just have to it's just a scary thing because i've seen it happen and i just don't want to i don't want that to be where you know my what happens to me yes exactly well pride i, I feel like is also a, a spiritual cancer mm. Because it just eats away at the people around you, your relationships, even yourself, and you don't realize it. Um, I thought of the analogy of like two magnets, but like the same, like positive, the positive is together and they repel. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked about the mold sandwich, you know? Oh, yeah. It rubs off and that's what, it just repels the, your relationships. Yeah. Because you're being, you know, prideful. So I just thought that was interesting. I mean, it seriously will push away the most godly people in your life mm-hmm. and the people that God wants in your life. Yep. So it's just, man, pride just stinks. Yeah. And I, um, I, uh, so I thought that, um, how do I deal with pride? And, um, but first let's talk about good pride. Oh yeah. Because, okay. So we've got the bad pride that is, you know, gonna, um, that is, is pushing you away from God that's trying to say, I don't need God. I got mm-hmm. this under control. It's all about me. And you realize this is all about me, right? Yeah. You know, so it's both between people and vertical and horizontal. Mm-hmm. So, but there is a, a good pride because God does not want us to be wiggly worms no. on the ground, you know, um, at the mercy of everybody. That's not the way he meant it. He meant us to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, take it what is because i love what you were sharing 
yeah, so we need to have pride in ourselves and then in the work that we're doing. Otherwise, we just let people step over us. And honestly, it leads to other things down the road. Like, well, we talked about loneliness, but it can lead to loneliness. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can lead to depression and anxiety. I mean, like, being stepped over does not feel good. And if you disagree with me, well, let's have a chat. If you feel great with people stepping over you and telling you what to do, let's talk about that. But we have to have confidence. Now, there is a very fine line between pride in ourselves and what we're doing and then being like, it's all about me. Like, I got this on my own. Um, <laughs> uh, my husband said that it's like we need one part pride and two parts humility. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Again, another t-shirt. I know. But, like, we need. You can have, like, one part, like a, yeah. like a, like a mathematical one part yes. pride plus, like, one P plus. Plus two. H2. H2, H2 yeah. <laughs> equals. Yes. That's a real Christian. Yeah, there you go. Because you need to take pride in it. Pride, yeah. pride in what God has given you. Take care of it. Don't, I mean, you're like, if I got a, you know, fancy car, it doesn't mean that I have to run around, look at me and my Maserati. No. It's like, but I'm going to take care of it. Right. Because this is a gift from God and he's given me stewardship over it. So I need to be proud of what God has done in my life, but I don't want to be prideful about it. Yes. yes. Exactly. Because, so if we don't have pride in ourselves, we become, we become really meek and timid and we we honestly let other people control what we do mm-hmm. and I've seen this like I've lived through this not in me personally but I have seen this and it is terrible like you don't want to live like this you want to have confidence in yourself and pride in what you're doing is successful mm-hmm. so you, yeah you gotta and, have well, that and that's pride. a good point you made there's a difference between having confidence that god is using you mm-hmm. you know like okay it's not me it's him i'm walking in there yeah and i'm gonna do the i'm gonna be the best employee this company has i'm gonna um, they're gonna you know just be so thankful that they hired me mm-hmm. and um that they're gonna want me to, to promote me and i'm gonna go far in this company i maybe even you know be able to strike out and have my own company because of how god great i am that's that is not pride mm-hmm. that is god use understanding that god is using you yes and that you need to be the best you can be mm-hmm. so that he can use you yes so you we can't really confuse it it's not like you walk around hunched over like a mealy little you know wallflower yeah. he he wants to use you mm-hmm. magnet you know magnificently and it, we're not talking about either ministry we're talking about in the world like you know in whatever your job is or mm-hmm. or whatever your vocation is whatever it is you're doing he just wants to you know when you walk into anywhere you should be able to see oh my god there's a real christian right over there because yep. they're running this there's another real christian over there because they're running this mm-hmm. you know he wants to elevate you and use you and make you be the best you can be and that's not being prideful that's just being used of god humbly Yes. Being used of God. Yes. Okay, I'm going to step up on my soapbox just real quick. Go. God has given all of us gifts. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what your gifts are, well, let's talk about that. Because it's important to know your worth. It's important to know that God has a plan and a purpose and that he's put these incredible giftings in you. Um, I just heard from somebody recently who said, "I what's my purpose? I have no purpose. I have no giftings. And I wanted to, like, scream on the mountaintop, you do have giftings. Like, God has put in you incredible giftings. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to step back down. But just know (laughs) that God has put incredible gifts in each of you. And if you don't know what they are, ask him. 
because he will show you. He'll show you. Right, right. And 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 again, I, I just want to. I want to. I have to say this again. God wants to use you everywhere, mm-hmm. not just in the church. Exactly. So when we talk about whatever you're doing, we're not talking about ministers. We're talking about regular people like you and I that have jobs we go to that. You know, it's like when we walk in to our company again, we should be the one that is, the, it's like, let's go ask Brenda, she'll know. Or, uh, and if you're just starting a job, don't worry, but you're just starting. I'm yeah. like, you know, of course you're not going to be the person they go <laughs> ask if you've only been there a year or two. I think it takes three years to know your job. So, you know, so, but we're talking about, you know, if you've been there, you should be the one that everybody goes to because they, when they've got a question, mm-hmm. they, you should be the one they ask, you know, how do I do this? And, um, and, be- and not because and and not because it's all you. It's because God has used you, mm-hmm. and then in that place, while you're elevated in that place, mm-hmm. it then people will listen to what you have to say. Exactly. And there has been times in my life where I've missed that mark, like a, by a bazillion miles, you know. And and it's something that I just had to repent for mm-hmm. and and be you know released from it and not do it again. Yeah. But that's what that's where we minister to people. Is when we look at them and say, "Wow, that person is so successful. Mm-hmm. That person's really got their act together. You know, they are always looking good. They always have the answers. Mm-hmm. They know how to do everything. You know, they're a really. I want to be like that person. Yeah. And then when they say, "I want to be like you," you say, "Well, let me tell you how you get to be like me. Mm-hmm. You get to me be like me by giving your life to Jesus. Yes. That's how I got to this position. That's mm-hmm. how I got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's because of Jesus." And that's your that's your testimony, and that's not being prideful. No, that's just being a a real Christian. It's also being confident. Yeah, I mean, I have to like I know um, when we read Matthew twenty eight when Jesus tells the disciples to go into all nations, baptizing them, you know, make disciples, make um, disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. I feel like we when we read that verse, we think, okay, well, that's for pastors and people doing missionary work, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's for all of us. If you have a nine to five office job, that's your job. Like you are to make disciples. You are to be an encouragement and a light in a dark place. If you work on a trash truck, that's the same. If you drive a truck, it's the same. Where it doesn't matter what you do for a living, that's your call. Like that is what God wants. Like we're to make disciples. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, have you, okay, Jessica, you can go first. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna talk about when we've had an example of when we've both have been prideful, the bad pride, <laughs> the bad kind of pride, not the good pride, yeah, and um, and had to um have a little conversation with God about it. Mm-hmm. So you want to go first? I'll sure, go. I can go first. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you under the bus. No, go ahead. I've already been under there, you know. Um, okay. So um, actually, when was this? Probably maybe like 10, like seven to 10 years ago, I was working, um, planning events. And, um, actually it's kind of carried over from outside of the job I was actually doing to just real life. And I wouldn't let anybody help me because I thought I knew what was best because, um, I just thought, well, I can get it done faster than training somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, um, God finally was like, you can't do this by yourself. Honestly, he just kept piling things on, like topping top. He was like, let's see if you can handle this. And finally, I just crumbled under the pressure because I couldn't handle it by myself. And he was like, see, you can't do this by yourself. 
Like you can have pride in the work that you do, but you can't be so prideful as to not train and not ask for help. And so I've taken that honestly very seriously because now, um, now I make sure that even though it's going to cost me more time in the long run to, to be in a leadership role and to train the way I want the job to be done or, you know, whatever I'm doing, it's worth it because I'm bringing up those disciples. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm creating a Barnabas uh, and a Saul, you know, like I'm bringing up those people and the time that I put in is worth it because then they go on and do even greater things than I have ever done. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. Um, well, my, what happened to me is, and I, I think I actually shared it, but I'll, I'll share it again, is that it was like I was, um, I think I was like maybe, it's been a while. Not There's probably more examples, but this is the one that is just like, like, I, till this day, I remember it as if I'm still there in this apartment. I was, I was living in an apartment at the time, and I, um, I was, things were going great between me and my relationship with Jesus, and I was committing a, a, an hour a day in prayer, mm-hmm. and um, one day, um, God said, I had, I had, I had talked to someone, and I don't even remember who it was, but I remember saying, well, you really should spend an hour in prayer every day. <laughs> I had, I was like exactly like those nasty church ladies, yes. you know, that bring condemnation, like, well, Aww. obviously you're a weak Christian because you don't spend an hour in prayer. You know, I, I didn't say that, but yeah. I, I pretty much said it in the same, <laughs> you know, spirit of of pride Mm -hmm. and um i got home and i'm telling you the very next morning the very next morning i was praying and god said okay let's we're gonna just break this down the holy spirit spoke to me we're gonna break this back up uh, back it up and take it 30 minutes you only need to spend 30 minutes in prayer now we're starting a new season in your life and i was like 30 minutes if if i pray only 30 minutes a day then i can't tell people i pray an hour every day and the holy spirit was exactly Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, oh no, I just got checked big time. <laughs> you know, I, and I remember like almost scared because mm-hmm. I thought this could go really bad, really fast if I don't heed this message yeah. that I just got, you know. And I was like, okay. And from that moment on, I never bragged or told anybody, you know, how much time I spent in prayer <laughs> or make them feel bad because they didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, because I couldn't, it was only 30 minutes. <laughs> But also because um, I realized, okay, this was a serious check, mm-hmm. and if I don't heed it, there's going to be a whole lot of worse things coming down the pike yeah. for me until I do. Because God yeah. doesn't play. No. He doesn't play like that, you know. I think he, there's one. that's one of the things where he just shuts down. Yep. He ain't going to have it. Yep. He's like, uh, no, I've had enough of this. No, click, flip the switch <laughs> off. <laughs> Let's take care of this. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, that, that was it for me. So, yeah. So um, let's talk about um, I have some questions here um, for us to ask ourselves to see if we have pride. And I also want to mention where where does your pride come from? Does it come from the Lord? Like, are you being proud of what the Lord is doing or is it you? So let's just remember that. And also remember that the only way, well, not the only way, but the way I deal with pride, and you can share yours too, but 
the way I deal with my pride every day, I do it every single day. I surrender my own will over to the Lord because I don't want to have the piled on, you know, restless, crazy times again. I don't want to feel like the spotlight is on me because I'm doing great works because it's not me. It's mm-hmm. the one who's inside me. So my my cure for that is to daily surrender my will, my desires, my dreams, my hopes over to him. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Mine is, um, so I I somehow stumbled across the scripture in Psalms 24.4 where it says, give me a pure heart and clean hands. Mm-hmm. And um, that is, I probably, not every day, but almost every day, that is part of my, you know, just rhetoric to God is like, you know, I just want a pure and clean hands. Pure heart meaning I'm not going to get prideful and clean hands meaning that because, you know, prideful people do mean things to other people, you know, the saying they do. And um, that comes to where that relationship breakdown is. And Mm -hmm. and so I just want clean hands. I I haven't done anything prideful Mm -hmm. to someone. And a pure heart. If I have a pure heart, then I'm I'm okay. I'm nothing's gonna. I'm not gonna be susceptible to that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a good. So good Psalms twenty four or four. Yeah. Okay, so let's go through these questions to okay. ask ourselves. All right. Uh-oh. The first one is, I mean, and these are deep, so it, feel free to write them down and you know, mull them over, chew them over because you might have to. Uh, the first one is, what is my pride rooted in? We I kind of already let the cat out of the bag for this one, but. Is it in what I have done or am doing, or is it in what God is doing or has done? Mm-hmm. So. Well, and, you know, a lot of people are prideful because, you know, I make, I don't make six figures, but, you know, that's where they get their pride from, you know, mm-hmm. is how much money they make or the things they have, you know. So is it in those materialistic things that you find your pride? Mm-hmm. Is it in your position that you find your pride? You know, that pridefulness, mm-hmm. where are you finding it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so number two is, if I have the gift of gab, how much of what my how much of my gabbing is all about me? <laughs> oh, that hurts. Okay. Um, am I keeping others from talking simply because I'm filling up the conversation? Yeah. Okay. The reason why I'm a little hesitant to talk about this is because. I am a little chatty to Kathy. Okay, so I can talk about anything for, you know, days. And I do have to remember to stop and let someone else say something. Um, but, yeah, if is it, are you always chatting about yourself? Mm-hmm. And, and do you always, God, this really kind of hurts. I may have to go back and self-evaluate it. <laughs> do I always, do you always bring it back to you? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you give someone, if someone gets the opportunity to jump in and talk, and then you're like, bring it back to you oh yeah well I had the same experience and blah 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 blah. yeah (laughs) I mean and I'm not saying that all of that is pride but if it's a a habit and it continue like you constantly find yourself bringing the conversation back around to you don't you find that people that are like that always get hooked up with someone that doesn't ever talk yes Yes. It's like an extrovert with an introvert. And yeah, they it's just like, mesh. You know, yeah. How great I am, blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. then the other person is just like, oh, yes, dear. Mm-hmm. Or, sure, honey. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and you're like, wow, you know, that is scary. Uh, but yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So the next one um, Do I have an, a sensible assessment of who I am in Christ? So again, this goes back to the giftings. Mm-hmm. Do you know? 
that you know that you know that you have those giftings from the Lord. If not, it's okay. I'm not saying that that's being prideful because it's not that that's just when you need to stop and you need to ask God what your gifts are. Because I guarantee you, he's going to give you a long list. That's right. You have a pr- plan. There's a reason why you're on this planet. Mm-hmm. And um, he wants you to excel in that and do good. Yeah. Know, one of my greatest fears is, well, not fear. I wouldn't say fear. But I just don't want to, when I'm, when I die and I stand before Jesus, I don't want him to say, you didn't do that. You know, mm-hmm. look at all this, I have this list of stuff that I, you know, I had you planned to do. And you missed all of it. You know, uh, I'm just like, I like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person. Yes. Even if I, I, I jumped out and did something and it, and it failed massively. <laughs> at least, you know, I don't want to be. That's like, I, I tried that. Mm-hmm. I can't say I, I sat on the couch and watched TV and didn't do, get out there and do something. Yeah. So it's, that's my, I'm going to jump out there and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then if I, I get, you know, if, if you I fail, fall flat, I, you I fail, flat. get back up on your feet and try again. At least I'm not watching some. So far, bro, at home doing nothing. <laughs> yes. I, at least I tried. Right. Yes. Okay, two more questions to ask yourself. Um, again, um, what are my gifts, skills, abilities, and contributions to the body of Christ? This is all like reflection back of um, do I have God placed right mm-hmm. in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, just, re- you know, evaluating the placement of God's will for your life and um, – and where your giftings are, if you know what they are. Um, the last question is, how can I rethink and transform my language to be less about me and more about him or others? I think that's key. That is key. Especially, it's okay if you have the gift of gabbing. Mm-hmm. But if we are constantly focused on other people, then I, I feel like that kind of protects us against being prideful. Oh, I a uh, real quick story. I uh I was listening to Joyce Myers once, and she said that she had gone had to go into this meeting, and um, she she felt like God was dealing with her about pride, and um, he said, "Now I want you to go in this meeting. I don't want you to talk about any of your ministry unless someone specifically asks you point blank a question." And so she tells the story when she was preaching. She says, "So I went in that meeting. I was and I was like, okay, I'm ready now. I'm not going to say anything about what my ministry is up to, what I'm doing, until somebody specifically asks. So Joyce, what is this doing, or what is it?" Mm-hmm. And she said that she had to sit through the entire meeting, and no one ever asked her that <laughs> question. And and it was like, oh, okay, so maybe I am talking a little, you know, yeah, yeah maybe I am a little too much about me, 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 mm-hmm. and not about you, 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 and um. And I have to ask myself that question all the time. I like to say, you know, when I ask how you doing, I'm not just saying that to say how you doing because it's, you know, it's, it's the greeting, politically, yeah. You know, it's that's polite lang talk, <laughs> yes, rhetoric. You know, polite rhetoric that we say to one another. I, I really mean it because if you don't start talking about yourself, then I know I may end up, you know, <laughs> hijacking the conversation, mm-hmm. and we're all about me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like. I try to tell people, I really mean, how are you doing? You know, tell me about yourself. What's going on? Because if you don't, then I may end up chatting, you know, <laughs> the next 30 minutes about myself. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, try to really, ing- I think probably the takeaway from this podcast is, is am I really caring about people? Because mm-hmm. pride does not care. Nope. Pride is about me, me, me. Mm-hmm. And so... Am I really caring about people? Because that's probably the most biggest antidote. Yes. To pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't care about anybody but us. We don't care about anybody's success. 
but us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You can always count on us to release a new podcast. And we're just going to keep on going with 1 Corinthians 3, 13, about what is a real Christian look like. And um, I'd just like to speak a blessing over everybody that um, during this time that you find the opportunity to strengthen your relationship with Jesus and with your family. And, um, and that you know that God loves you, that he has a purpose for you, that you are beautiful. Yes. That he loves you. You're wonderful. You're not a um, forgotten. He has your heart. Yes.